Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hello, cosmic beings. How are you doing? Today, I want to answer a question that I often get from people who are new to astrology or even starting to get really obsessed with astrology and want to know, how can I use astrology in my everyday life and work in a practical way? Of course, we know that astrology is really helpful when it comes to looking at your astrology chart, aka your birth chart or natal chart and better understanding who you really are and what you're here to do. And that's probably one of the most groundbreaking ways to work with astrology and a really, really good place to start for sure. But what if you want to integrate and infuse astrology into how you live your life every day and use it as a powerful tool to help you navigate your spiritual and personal growth on an ongoing basis? That is the question I'm going to answer today and dive deeply into. I'll be sharing how I use astrology on a daily basis and how you can too. So let's get into it. In terms of working with astrology in your everyday life, you can turn to astrology when you're having a bad day or you're feeling really unfocused so that you can understand that it's not just you randomly waking up on the wrong side of the bed, but there's an actual reason for the feelings you're having. We all have those days where we feel like we're stuck in a rut, things aren't moving forward, we might be grumpy or tired or just really procrastinating. Using astrology is like looking at the fabric of the universe, which is made up of energy, and analyzing how the energy of the universe is affecting us. So for example, the moon sign and phase that is going on in the sky at any moment can tell you the vibe of the day. It can tell you what your mood is going to be. So when I'm having a bad day and I don't know why, or I'm feeling insecure or worrying about things, one of the first things I look at is where is the moon? Which sign is it in? There are certain zodiac signs that like to move slower or that tend to worry a bit more than the other ones, or that can make you more sleepy and dreamy or want to procrastinate. There are also moon signs that make you want to get up and go and do all the things all the time. And you might not even think to even wonder where the moon is because you're just in the flow. Each moon sign has its own personality. And The energy of the moon infuses that personality and that mood into each and every one of us. Taking this a bit further, the house that the moon sign falls in for you on your astrology chart can tell you more specifically which area of life you are feeling the most sensitive about. So for example, Imagining an astrology chart, there are the zodiac signs around the outside of the wheel. Then going inward, we have all of the different sections, which have numbers in them, and those are houses. 
And then there are the planets that move through this grid, you could call it. The zodiac sign that the moon is in is a collective energy, which means it affects all of us. However, the houses on your astrology chart, which represent the 12 different areas of life, are specific to each individual person. So let's say the moon's in Cancer. For one person, that could be their first house of identity, authenticity, and leadership. So they might be feeling insecure about how they look or how they're showing up, how they're portraying themselves. That same moon sign could be somebody else's fifth house of fun and creativity. And so they're using that energy to tap into their emotions and express it through artwork or music. Sometimes this process of looking up the moon is so natural to me that I don't even really notice all the different steps I'm going through. Over time, you start to get to know your astrology chart really, really well. And you start to know automatically that, oh, Cancer is my eighth house, for example. And when the moon or planets are in my eighth house, I tend to feel a certain way. There are also other planetary transits that can bring about a feeling of stress, anxiety, or just a bad mood. So knowing more about what you're going through and what you're meant to learn from it can make navigating your everyday moods and feelings so much easier and more of a proactive learning and spiritual growth experience. So you're not just letting life happen to you, but you're taking an active role in navigating what is coming up for you, what you're meant to learn from it, so that you can have the breakthrough you need to get back into greater alignment, right? Because in a lot of spiritual teachings, we learn that when we're feeling down or depressed or in a bad mood, it's really showing you that you're out of alignment with your true nature, which is bliss, joy, happiness, right? But All of these seemingly negative or challenging events, they help shape us and they help us see the rough edges that we need to let go of things or we need to challenge ourselves more. So yeah, often when I'm feeling a bit discombobulated or out of alignment or fuzzy in any way, I'll take a look at the planetary transits and how they're affecting me personally. For example, maybe I'm feeling really anxious because there's a Uranus transit happening, or I'm feeling really stressed and pressured because there's a Saturn transit. Maybe I feel like I'm falling apart into a million pieces because there's a Pluto transit. It is so helpful to know about these things because then we can follow the rules of that planet and what it's asking of us to do, right? Because with a Uranus transit, the anxiety that you're feeling is a sign that you have to change something. With a Saturn transit, that feeling of pressure that you're feeling is a sign that you need to challenge yourself to overcome a difficult problem by being more strategic and putting more time and energy into it. And a difficult Pluto transit is teaching you to let go of control and release what is no longer serving you, even if you really want to cling to it. Working with astrology through this method is not something that I tend to do every single day. It's sort of just something to turn to when you don't like how you feel and you want to know why you feel that way. Work-wise, astrology is very helpful for scheduling and planning for the future. 
I know in past episodes, I've talked a lot about how we can't plan everything and that we shouldn't try and that it's so important with the age that we're moving into that we really use our intuition and how we feel in each moment as a guide for what to do. But sometimes you do need to plan a meeting, an event, a class you want to teach, a promotion for your business, or even like planning a trip you want to go on. So astrology is really helpful for finding the best days to do these types of things. There are the collective astrological events that show how the planets are interacting with each other in the sky. As each planet moves around the zodiac wheel, they all move at different speeds. And just like sacred geometry, they'll form these certain patterns with each other that tend to alter their effects on us. So for example, let's say the sun is forming a trine, which is like a triangular angle with Neptune. Trines or triangle shapes are considered a harmonious type of angle. And so Sun trine Neptune would show that we are feeling really imaginative, dreamy, even romantic, and kind of lost in our own imaginations. So that would be a really good day to plan up a vision for what you want to do next in some area of your business. Or it could be a really good day to get re-inspired by escaping into a good film or movie or book. There are so many different types of angles the planets can make, and each one flavors each day a little bit differently. So whenever I need to plan something for my business, like I said, a meeting, a promotion, an event, a class I want to teach, I will go to my calendar where I have listed all of the collective astrological events for the entire year. And you can get these too by becoming a member of the Cosmic Calling community. Inside the community, you're going to get access to what I call the Cosmic Forecaster. And this is a calendar of astrological events for the entire next 12 months. You can even export these events to your own iCalendar or Google Calendar. So you can track them right inside the calendar you already use every day. You can view them when you're on the go on your smartphone app, and they're also going to be overlaid over all of your plans and goals that you're already putting on your calendar. Not only that, but there are interpretations in the notes section, and each astrological event is separated by the theme. So for example, certain days are really good for productivity, communications. Some days are really just lucky where things tend to go really well. There are healing days, dreamy days, breakthrough days, which might be a little bit more difficult. Sometimes at the start of each week, I'll just kind of scroll through and see what's coming up that week so I can get a sense of how I'm going to be feeling and what I'm going to be working through, as well as what everybody else is going to be feeling and working through because these are collective astrological events, right? And it just kind of helps me get in the right vibe and the right state of mind to deal with these things, I guess you could say. If you want to get access to the Cosmic Forecaster inside the Cosmic Calling community, you can head over to soulshineastrology.com slash community. Once you're in, if you scroll down on the left sidebar, there's a link to the Cosmic Forecaster. 
not only will you see all of the events for this month, this week, and the whole year, but underneath the Cosmic Forecaster, you can also download Moon Calendars, which is basically just a printable version of the Cosmic Forecaster in case you want to put it up on your wall or keep it on your desktop or put it up on your fridge. And then there's also a button to add all of the astrological events to your own calendar. If you are a monthly member, you can download the next two months of astrological events to your calendar. But if you become an annual member, you'll get all of the events for the whole year. So keep that in mind. Beyond tracking the collective astrological events, when it comes to working with astrology in your everyday life, there are also astrological events that only affect you specifically. As the planets move through the sky, they ping off of your natal planets and cause certain events and feelings to pop up for you to deal with. So going back to the example I gave earlier of the sun, trine, and Neptune, that phrase was talking about the sun in the sky moving into a certain alignment with Neptune, another planet in the sky. However, as the planets in the sky move, they're also going to form those angles or aspects, as they're called, with the planets on your chart. That means that there may be some days where everybody's in a good mood, having a good time, but you can have your own individual transit that is putting you in a really difficult, stressful situation. So that's another thing I like to track when I'm planning things out for the future is to not only see what the collective weather is, but also what my individual lessons are going to be. There are little lessons that last a few hours or a day, and there are bigger life lessons that can last several months or even a year. Unfortunately, there isn't a calendar that has all of these loaded in there for you ahead of time. But there are classes in the Cosmic Calling community that will show you exactly how to look these personal transits up for yourself, add them to your calendar, and also know what they're going to mean for you. It does take some effort to do this, but once it's locked into your calendar, you're good to go. You could set a monthly date for yourself to just go through your calendar really quick and add them all in, and it could take less than an hour. It's almost like giving yourself a gift because then for the rest of the month, you can easily just peek at your calendar and see how you're going to feel, what you're learning, what you're moving through, and what you're going to have to deal with. Also, just knowing the overarching themes of the month can help you set intentions around what you're meant to be working on that month according to your own astrology chart. So for example, if the sun is in Pisces in the sky, and that happens to fall in your third house of social networking, you're going to know that this is going to be a big marketing communications and collaborations month for you, and you can plan accordingly. Each month we get a different house that's in focus for us. And again, houses are different life areas. There is even a class inside the Cosmic Calling community called Finding Your Monthly Focus that will take you through the process of finding what your focus is for every month based on which house the sun is going to be in for you. 
What's great about this is that you don't have to rack your brain wondering, what should I do this month? Because you can actually choose to work in alignment with the universe, which is already going to basically be making you focus on the certain life area and working it into your plans. Basically, you're making the universe's plan your plan. Then there are the yearly themes. So there are things like looking at which house Saturn is going to be in. That's your biggest challenge for this year. There's the house that Jupiter is going to be in. That's your biggest area of growth and expansion for this year. There's also the north and south nodes you could look at. So you could get really, really deep with this process of working with astrology on a daily basis, or it can just be something that lives on your calendar and it's there for you to consult with when you're feeling kind of weird or you want to plan something out. And that is how you can work with astrology on a daily basis in your life and work in a really practical way. What's great about working with astrology on a daily basis is even the smallest thing that you track is going to be helpful for you. So even if you only want to track the moon signs and phases, that is going to help you get into so much greater alignment with yourself and how you're feeling. And then you can slowly add on new layers as you feel more comfortable working with astrology. So from the moon, you can move on to working with the sun, to working on looking at which houses these things fall in for you, to tracking the planetary collective transits, to then working up to looking at your own personal transits. And you can just go deeper and deeper with it as your comfort level expands. Some people might just be happy working with it on a basic level, and that's fine because, like I said, it's going to be so helpful and powerful to be working in sync with nature, whether that's a little bit or a lot. Now, I do want to say that I don't recommend tracking every hour of your day with astrology. I mean, you're going to learn for yourself that it just doesn't feel good, but that is a process I had to go through very early on in my work as an astrologer, because when you know how to work with astrology, you kind of feel like you have the control panel to the universe and your inner control freak might feel like it has discovered the holy grail. It can be very tempting to want to, you know, you could track like the lunar transits, which happen like every two hours to know how you're going to feel every hour. But ultimately what you're going to find from working with astrology on a consistent basis for a long period of time is that your intuition already knew that a certain day is going to be good or bad for something. There can be this tendency to want to control everything. But what astrology has really taught me is that it is safe for me to flow because the universe really does have my back. Like I really am already getting intuitive hints and cues about how I'm going to feel on certain days, even if it's far in the future. The universe has your back too, and the right things are always going to happen in divine timing. So try to avoid getting overly obsessed and instead use this as like a sidekick for living your life in greater alignment. It's just a tool that you have in your tool belt. It's a friend you can turn to when you're in need, but it's not something you're giving your power over to. This is another reason why whenever someone is planning a business, 
I really kind of cringe a little bit when they're trying to find a perfect chart in the future to launch it because you can do that, but technically you want to use the chart for when you had the initial impulse to do it. We want to trust the universe here. It is co-creating with us. We don't need to rig the system or try to control it or manipulate it. That is the kind of fear-based approach we want to get away from. So trust your intuition, but also know that astrology is this incredible tool that can bring so much insight and healing and power to how you navigate your world. If you want to get access to the different tools I mentioned in this episode, like the Cosmic Forecaster Calendar and all of the amazing classes I have for you on learning to work with and track astrology on an ongoing basis, and also planning your business in alignment with astrology in a non-over-controlling way, you can become a member of the Cosmic Calling community by going to soulshineastrology.com slash community. We also do monthly forecasts in there where I'll go over the Cosmic Forecaster events for the whole month and tie it all together for you. So that is another really helpful aspect of allowing me to be your cosmic guide through this process of navigating the cosmos. All right, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you're feeling a lot more clarity around how to actually use astrology in a practical way beyond just reading your horoscope every day or always reading what other people have to say about astrology and starting to get into the zone of building your own personal relationship with the cosmos. I hope you have a magical week and I will talk to you next time. For complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, visit soulshineastrology.com slash episode 128. For more information on how to use astrology to find your cosmic calling and sign up for astrology email updates, check out soulshineastrology.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling to help other cool people like us find the show. The Cosmic Calling community is a gathering place for listeners of the show to connect more deeply with fellow like-minded spiritual seekers. Join us for astrology classes, monthly forecasts, cosmic planning tools, plus bonus features for these podcast episodes by going to soulshineastrology.com community. 